Hey, good morning again, my friends, November 7th. It's 10.30 exactly. I got a few minutes, so I thought I would publish another podcast. You know, folks, these things are not scripted. You probably know that by now. Uh, If I feel compelled to give one, I go ahead and give it, and I'm feeling as though I need to give one. I'm going to open up the house a little bit here. Um, You know, about every dozen or so episodes, I will give a, a recap version. I will give a reminder version of what this is about. Finding meaning, that is. And the reason I do that is because there's lots of people who start the podcast right where we're at. Uh, I don't even, I've lost track of how many there are. Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of, of these. Uh, so I want to do this for whoever steps in the stream right here, steps in the, the podcast right at this particular episode. So if you'll just give me 15 minutes, I, I don't have a whole lot of time before I got to go to work. But if you will spare me 15 minutes, I'd like to share with you uh, the ideas, concepts, maybe hopefully in a new way for those of you who listen a lot. But I'd like to share those concepts with you. Finding meaning has come from my journey. It has come from me trying to figure out how to be me, how to be Skip. Who am I? What does it mean to be me? What does it mean to be human? For years, I resonated deeply with these notions taught in philosophies and in some religions that there's something not real going on. There's something false that we're living out of that we, we have to deal with. Uh, Eastern philosophies will call it Maya or illusion. Uh, you know, Jesus, when he goes into the desert, he deals with the ways of the world, power, you know, corruption, wealth, those things that, that the world has established as reality. And I've always been fascinated with that idea. And then when I saw, and you, you've heard me mention the movie The Matrix a lot, but when I saw the movie The Matrix in around the year 2000, it just struck an even deeper chord with me that we have to see the reality that we have constructed does not serve us or solve the issues that we have in this world. Think about that for a second, folks. That's You know, when I studied philosophy, it was the same thing. Think about where we are at as a species. I'm watching the news this morning. There's war. There's dysfunctional politics. There's people dying over religious ideas. The same thing happened 2,000, 4,000 years ago. We haven't resolved it, and and here is why. And this is a big statement, I know, but I'm going to say it. We have not resolved what it means to be human because we don't know what it really means to be human. And the reason we really don't know what it means to be authentically human is because the reality that we have created politically, economically, religiously, that reality derives from 
us not knowing ourselves. The ego, the false self, that our family, our, our religions, our systems have created in us, have programmed in us. So, um, millennia after millennia of human uh, action in the world has not resolved anything because it can't. It's like searching for an answer, trying to find that answer in a bunch of other wrong answers. It's, it's the epitome of insanity. Doing the same thing, expecting something different to happen. So that's collectively. Individually, it's the same thing. That because we have not learned who we truly are, and I'm going to talk about that in a couple minutes, because we have not learned who we truly are, we continue to spin our wheels. We, you know, my friends, I spent 20 years as a clergy person in a Christian denomination, no longer affiliated to that religion or to that denomination, but I spent 20 years listening to people's frustrations about why they couldn't find themselves and, and they wanted to find some satisfaction and some deep meaning in life. And it, it occurred to me, it finally dawned on me, actually it ran me over like a Mack truck, uh, that the reason they, these folks and, and myself, because I'm sitting across the desk from these people going, I feel the same way. The reason that is, is because the things that we have created in our world that derive from the false notion of what it means to be human, the things that we've created in our world to give us answers won't, can't. What they can do, though, is continue to preserve these ways of thinking that we have been convinced are reality. We have bought into a reality that is transactional, it's dualistic, it's based on opinion being right. We have created a reality where people are not taught to think deeply, self-reflectively, uh, where self-awareness seems to almost be a, a negative thing. And then we see a war on television or we experience one firsthand or we see economic devastation or dysfunctional politics and we scratch our head and go, wow, really? <laughs> well, yeah, really. That's what we have bought into, my friends. And I think that's the first thing we have to know is that we have all, we have all bought into it. Not because we had a choice, but because that's the way we were programmed and trained to perceive reality. And I'm going to tell you this. Most people don't break out of that. That's why you'll hear people go, well, I just, I can't find what I'm looking for, so I'm going to search religions, or I'm going to search politics, or I'm going to kind of grope around in reality to try to find something. You won't find it. It's an inward thing, and it's an inward thing of consciousness raising, of awareness. It's an inward journey of discovering the love and the compassion and the kindness that you really are. So that's what this is about. This, this podcast is about, first and foremost, recognizing that the reason we can't 
be fulfilled. It's our neighbor's dog, Jake. The reason we can't be fulfilled spiritually is because the things that we try to use to fulfill us are of a false creation. They are created out of our collective false notions about being human. But if you read deeply those texts that talk about illusion, that talk about being in the world but not of it, if you look deeply, you're going to find one theme, and it is the theme that there is another way to be human. There is a more aware, more conscious, more loving way to be human. You know, for me, I, I'm not anti anything. I think that what Jesus taught was right. I think that what Buddha taught was right. I think the, the writings of Muhammad hold within them profound things about what it means to be human. But what we do is we categorize and re, we religify and we commoditize and monetize uh, these ideas in order to set up a system. And then we do all that we can to preserve that system. Well, we've done that with everything. And look at where we're at. So what this podcast is about, ultimately, what my life has been about in the past seven years, when I finally realized, you know, at the age of 50, what was going on, at least as far as I can tell, for me, anyway, it really comes down to not just being your best self, but being your most loving self. You know, I, I hesitate to use the word best self because you're going to make mistakes. Hey, you have been programmed a whole life to perceive reality in a certain way. You're going to make mistakes. Maybe that's the point of life in general. But to be the most loving, most kind, most generous self I can be. My friends, the past seven years, and especially the past three years, have been truly awakening for me. And I'm not saying I'm a perfect person and I've done it all perfectly. I've made my mistakes. But I will tell you that when I look at the world now, I can see why. When I look at myself and things aren't going right, I can see why. And the reason is because we live out of a falsely constructed ego individually and we live out of a falsely constructed egoic reality collectively. Our reality that we've created is a, the base alloy of that reality is the human false ego. And I use the word ego uh, not meanly, but to represent our false notions of what it means to be human. And so when you read Buddha or you read Jesus or you read uh, Carl Jung or Richard Rohr or Mother Teresa or whoever, you can see this theme. And it is my most dear wish, hope. All the work I do around finding meaning is to fit in there, is to be, is to understand finally what they're trying to say. And it isn't that we need to build new buildings and have committees and have dogma and ritual. It isn't that we need to pick, pick political sides and hate the other side. It's that we need to be love. 
Love is the reality. I'm preaching now, can you tell? <laughs> Love is the reality that we're searching for. It's the only thing, my friends, it's the only thing that has ever made sense to me. When I'm with the people I love the most, when I'm in tune with nature to whatever degree I can be, when I'm being creative, when I'm being intimate in good ways, because real intimacy is only good, these are the expressions of who I truly am. And so that's what finding meaning is about. And if you are new to the podcast, I welcome you. And I would ask you to go back and you're going to hear development in me over, I think we started these in May of 21. Uh, you're going to hear my growth. Because here's, here's what it comes down to and then I'll let you go. I can never be religious enough. I can never meditate long enough. I can never do enough good works. I can never do any of this um, to, to feel good, to, to relieve my own existential angst. What I can do is I can go inward and find the love that I am. Maybe some of those things will be an expression of that inward you know, journey into love. And certainly being kind and loving will develop that will help me get down to that true self. But it's an inward journey. Your journey, my friends, is not found in some book. I don't care if it's sacred or not, according to a tradition. It's not found in this podcast. It's not found in some theory. It's found in you. There you have it. Anyway, thanks for your time. And I'm going to get dressed and go to work. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.